Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I am Dory. Well, that took a little while. You okay? You okay? You forget? <laughs> had to had to think about that one for a second. Yeah, you seem a little tired today. I feel a little tired today. Henry, really uh, running you down? I mean, I hope I'm not getting sick. Hope I'm not getting what Henry just is getting over. I hope you're not too, because that would be just so classic of children. Right? To just give it away to the first person that comes a knocking. I mean, knock, knock. Uh, yes. So everyone who's not a patron, our son has been sick this week with what we are uh, colloquially referring, colloquially referring to as not COVID. Yeah, we, we, we had a feeling that this might be coming because we did. Yeah. The director of his preschool sent out an email like a week and a half ago saying that there was a not COVID cold going around his well, 
classroom. Monday was when I first heard it. And I was like, oh, well, maybe we missed it because we were away, but we didn't miss it. No, it was probably on like a residue of a puzzle. Yeah, he does love those puzzles. So, yeah, yeah, so he he missed camp slash school Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I think Friday was the worst day. He had like a hundred degree fever. He was just real. It was like very sad, miserable. Like he was pretty miserable. Yeah. Um, All the things that used to bring him joy would still bring him joy, but then he'd start coughing because he'd be laughing or something. Um, he didn't want to go to sleep because of coughing. Yes, he that did was not. the saddest part. Um, uh, he threw up from coughing. <laughs> Matt had to clean it up. Dory had plans to go to a seder, a Shabbat trip. <laughs> I mean, a Shabbat seder. dinner. Shabbat dinner. I'm sorry, everybody. I got my Jews mixed up. Wow. Uh, I don't know because I wasn't invited. Dory went to a Shabbat dinner. On Friday night, which was the worst of his days. And I was going to leave after bedtime, but then bedtime got delayed because bedtime got delayed. He didn't want to go to sleep. And I was like, I'm not going to force you to go to sleep, but because of the sickness. So, like, when, you know, when Henry's sick, my usually very flexible backbone becomes liquid. <laughs> That's accurate. Uh, so, it's sort of like, what do you need? Like, what can we do? Because, like, you know, it's miserable to be a sick kid. So I'm like, you want to watch Mickey? Great. And he will for hours because he's sick. And then it's like, you need a popsicle. And he's like, yeah. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not keeping anything solid down. Yeah. And then Dory left right as he decided he was going to take a giant poop. <laughs> yeah. So I had to clean that up you know, potty, uh, still wasn't pleasant. But then I got him in his, we did bath. I got him in his pajamas and he coughed a little bit and said he needed water. And I was like, let's get you water. Let's go together. So we started to go out and he's like, gonna choke. He calls throwing up, choking up for some reason. I don't understand that, but Buddy. then he like, <laughs> He really let loose of his dinner and it was very red because of like, I think he had had not only a fuck ton of raspberries, but like whatever red flavor of popsicle it was and the red medicine. So like all over the rug and he's gotten so much better at throwing up. (laughs) It's so much practice. Oh, buddy. Uh, yeah, so that he did that twice, and then I sent a picture to Dory. And then while I was at dinner, finally the triage nurse called me back, and we had a long chat about his symptoms, and, you know, I was like, is this an, like, I was basically like, is this an emergency? Like, do we need to take him to urgent care right now, this weekend? And she was like, no. She said, he could be seen on Monday. It's not urgent. Um, if he, sp- like, but she gave me some like conditions under which we sh- he should be seen right away. One of which was like, if he has a fever over 105, if wow, five, 104 is not going to do it. No, she said 105. Jesus. And if he had 102 to 104 for, what 
did she say three days two days three days something like that then he should be seen um she said if he was complaining of chest pain like when he wasn't coughing he should be seen if he was complaining that his ear hurt he should be seen right sure your classic ear infection um but from what i was describing to her she was like i don't think it's urgent and then saturday he honestly was so much better he was better the second I got next to his nose with the bulb and squeezed out some snot from both sides. And then he took a three-hour nap yesterday. Yeah, he had to fight it off, you know? Fight yeah. off, the, it takes a lot of work. And he was asking, so his nap is usually at one. At 10 a.m., he asked whether it was time for nap. And I was like, oh, bud. Like, I mean, he, he was he was a lot better, but he was clearly still, like, fighting it off. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but then it was success when uh, we were going. Just time for bed, and he said today was a nice day. Yeah, it was so sweet. He had a swim lesson. He had his little music class. He's like really. I could see yesterday, like music class was like clicking for him. It was it was like very sweet to see. Well, hopefully, he figures it out. Yeah. It's cute when he sits down and tries to play his ukulele left-handed like Dita. I know. And just sings ABC while strumming it. <laughs> he also likes to strum along to any of the various Mickey Mouse. Yeah, songs. that have. Clubhouse, Funhouse, Mixed Up Adventures, Racers, etc. songs. It's it's cute. Um, we took him to Noah's Ark today, which if you're in LA and you have a small child, um, is looking to kill one and a half hours yeah it's it's fun it's worth doing it's like a very it's very interesting um it's like an interactive art installation that's exactly what it is of noah's ark yes at the scribble center scribble cultural center uh or as the navigation said scribal (laughs) and uh yeah he he was into it there's like all kinds of things to climb. There's all these like cool, like cause and effect things, and I think he really likes that. There, right. it was just it was it was very it was very neat, um, and he had a lot of fun. So that was cool. A successful weekend. A successful weekend, I think, despite after his horrible Friday cold yeah. sickness. Poor Bub. I think he'll be, I think he's good to go back to school tomorrow. Okay. I mean, that's my sense. Use your senses. I don't, I just don't want the false start, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Just let's see how he sleeps tonight. Yeah. Because last night, you know, he still had those coughs. Yeah. That we had to come in for. Yeah, poor Bub. Anyway, (sighs) that's what's going on with Henry. And as a result, it's, you know, a little exhausting. To take care of the sick one. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, things are okay. How are you doing? Besides who, your tiredness? Who, me? Yeah. Um, I'm fine. Good. I'd say I'm okay. You oh, know. Oh, that's interesting. Fine slash okay. Like nothing. Is that your baseline? Um, I'd say I'm like slightly lower than my baseline right now. 
Interesting. Sorry to hear that. Thanks. What could we do? Do you need a nap? No, no, no. I have just sort of like general anxiety about the world. Sure. And money. I'm familiar with both those things. I used to make some of the latter, but now (laughs) if anyone has a job, send uh, your job description and why you'd like to hire me to job dot job 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 net um so yes i think that's why i'm sort of just like lower than baseline gotcha um and you know thinking about my own career trajectory i'm like hmm what what's go what's 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 the what does the future hold it's a great question you know i've often thought about that um in relation to you uh you know because i like to not no that's not what i want i like to not focus on myself ever Mm -hmm. so i like to think about what story you're gonna do next have you come up with any ideas for me no see this is the problem like not that things are bad or i like need something right now but you know it is like it is just something that i i do think about um, what are you what are you doing? I'm trying to pay rent before I forget. Oh. Um so yeah, so that's just kind of what's been on my mind. You are always on my mind. Mm. It's a good song. I guess so. <laughs> is it maybe a little creepy? Oh, I don't know. I really actually don't. I've never thought about the lyrics ever. Mm. Except for just now. I guess it seems fine to me so far. Okay. If I can remember more lyrics, maybe it's not as fine. (laughs) We're almost in August, honey. It's tomorrow. Yeah. It's almost your birthday. It is almost my 39th birthday, everybody. Which, what a nothing birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It really is a nothing birthday. It's like, well, yeah, great. Still in my 30s and not yet 40. Who cares? Yeah, it is like the the last birthday before before the forties. Before everything goes uphill. Yeah, something like that. Gets better, I hear, after forty. Mm-hmm. Everything. Your body, your mind. Yeah, that's great. Your career opportunities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So send your birthday wishes to job dot job job job. <laughs> How are you? Uh, feeling better. I was I was not great earlier in the week, but had some therapy, had some meds. Feeling much better. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Hopefully, that comes across in my general demeanor around and about. It has. Definitely. That's good to know. I mean, there's like a noticeable difference when you remember to take your meds. Well, it's not remembering. I always remember to take them. Yeah. It's it's the not calling to refill. I don't like to bother anybody, let alone a pharmacy. Right, sure. <laughs> um, but yes, I do notice. Good. So, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Great. 
hopefully that was kind of the bottom for you. Do you think it was? Mm, I don't know, because I was still pretty functional when I wasn't sleeping. Mm. So you think there's there is a bottom? There's a bottom. I don't think I've hit it yet. Oh boy! I did, you know, try my best not to, but yeah. Okay. Well, I hope you don't hit it. You know, because like I was still like going in the pool with Henry and right. You know, I think that's why it was hard for me to really know just how depressed you were. Yes, because you were still like pretty functional. Although I was starting to get suspicious from the amount of sleeping you were doing i was in bed all the time like i mean guys i'm talking like wake up golf come back have breakfast go to sleep nap wake up lunchtime have lunch go to sleep <laughs> Wake up, 5.30 would be the time I, I get out of bed at like 5. And then hang out with Henry till he goes to sleep at 7.30. And then sort of like wander back, think about walking into my office and thinking, well, I don't have anything to do. I should probably go to sleep. And then I would go back to sleep. Yeah, it was a lot of sleep. Three days of that. Yeah. Anyway, point is, you're not alone. If you have those kinds of feelings, you can get help. Please try. You'll do yourself a favor every once in a while. Why not make it when you're not feeling great about yourself? And that is my PSA. Now, we should probably tell people how to email us, Matt and Dory Gmail, Dory Matt at Gmail. You can call us 413-461-BABY. You can also text us at that number. And uh, we'll jump in to all of the wonderful, not problems people are emailing us. All right, we'll be right back. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. 
Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like you know uh, stripes on the top of it. it's like well hey look at me i'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person they've got those too and they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff you know if for all you frill seekers out there folks all i'm saying is you heard me talk about bombas for years now i don't know why you haven't done anything about it get comfy this spring and give back with bombas Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everybody. We're back. Hello. Time to get into it with everybody's wonderful. I would say this is probably the audience's favorite listener. Anonymous. <laughs> you know, Anonymous wrote us a lot this week. Big, big fan of the show. Big week for Anonymous. I'd love to someday meet you, Anonymous. You've really kept us going all yes. these years. Um, well, you know, I, I get why people wanted to be anonymous about this topic. Oh, sure. Because it is, it is a sensitive subject. I, I get why people want to be anonymous about the fact that they listen to podcasts. I get that, yeah. Especially ours. Mm. Um, but this is from from Anonymous, who writes, I love your podcast. Thank you for sharing your lives with us. Hearing you guys banter always makes me chuckle. You keep it real. And that's why I love listening. I wanted to respond to the listener with a colectomy. I'm 38 years old. I have Crohn's disease and also had a colectomy. I've been, listen I've been living with an ostomy for 11 years now. And while it was an adjustment initially... When you are sick with UC or Crohn's, it's such a relief to be rid of that pain. I'm grateful every day for my ostomy and for the quality of life it has given me. My partner and I started trying to conceive a few months into our relationship, given our age at the time we met. I was 35 and he was 42. We had a baby in 2020, although not through IVF. The pregnancy was considered high risk due to Crohn's and the ostomy. In the end, the ostomy was not an issue, but I was admitted urgently to the hospital for HELP syndrome. I was induced at 33 weeks and waited five long days and three attempts at induction before I gave birth vaginally at 34 weeks. C-section was not recommended due to my previous multiple abdominal surgeries. I gave birth to a healthy baby girl, four pounds, six ounces, and she was in the NICU for two weeks. We have now been trying for a second child with no success. After almost one year of trying, we started looking at fertility clinics and will most likely begin our journey into secondary infertility. I hope that my story is helpful in some small way to the listener with an ostomy. That is from Anonymous. Who oh my says, God, I'm reading ahead. This is mind-blowing. I live with my partner, our two-year-old daughter, my sister-in-law, her partner, and three cats in downtown Ottawa. Wow. To say that it is overcrowded 
is an understatement. My partner bought the house with his sister before he met me and wants to honor his contract of paying down the house with her. We will eventually move out and his sister will keep the house. Until then, I try to see the positive in our living arrangement. Our, si- our daughter has a special relationship with her auntie and uncle. And for that, I'm very grateful. Wild. Two hot dogs, two TVs, unknown square footage of the house, but it's big enough for all of us to fit. Wait, I'm confused by this. So your your husband will just be giving his sister his share of the house? It seems... Well, let's see. He was 42 years old, so he decides, hey, I'm 40, sis, and uh, we don't own any real estate. You want to go in on a house together? Sister goes, uh, I guess so. I have three cats. And then they buy a house that they are going to pay the mortgage off, and then he meets a lovely uh, Crohn disease anonymous person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And from what I gather... They hit it pretty hot and heavy because they try for a kid a few months in, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then he's like, well, you know, I have this house that with my sister, Mm -hmm. would you care to move in? Mm -hmm. And Anonymous says, I guess so. Your sister's there. Do I have a choice? (laughs) And he goes, yeah, well, I got to pay this mortgage until we're done paying the mortgage. And then my sister will keep the house. I guess. Eventually move out and his sister will keep the house. I don't understand. Maybe he's just very generous. Or maybe the sister's like buying out his share, but that she didn't. It's not said. It's not said. All right. Sorry. We're probably focusing on the wrong aspect of the No, no, that was the most important (laughs) access. Access? What? Uh, Aspect. I know. Jeez, my brain. Um, well, thank you for sharing your experience. Hopefully it was helpful to that. The, the Also, remember last week when we were like, there's definitely going to be someone who's had this experience. Yes. And lo and behold. Always. Here we go. Okay. We got, um, another email about this. Another anonymous. But also from anonymous. So, you know, it could be the same person. Yeah. How to pause the pod wanted to respond to the email you read about the person with ulcerative colitis and the ostomy. I had Crohn's disease, which is similar. It is also an autoimmune disease, which impacts the GI tract. Together, these two diseases are called inflammatory bowel diseases or IBD. I don't have an ostomy, but wanted to suggest to the listener that they check in with their gastroenterologist and surgeon about IUI versus IVF. They would likely have a better perspective based on their patients. A few years ago when I was pretty sick, I discussed the pros and cons of a colectomy, and one of the cons was that my doctor said it could impact the ability to get pregnant due to scar tissue from the surgery. My understanding is that it's definitely possible to be pregnant with a colostomy, but not sure how possible it is without IVF intervention. Also wanted to say that the IUI and IVF meds can definitely mess with your digestive system, and a resource that could be helpful um, is that I know there are hospitals around the country that have programs or doctors who specialize in pregnancy and IBD. I would check those out. Some programs to check out would be UCSF, Cedar sinai in LA, University of Chicago, and Mount Sinai in New York. Hope this is a helpful resource. And this anonymous is in 1,900 square feet in SoCal. No hot dogs ever. A 50 inch, 50-ish inch TV, one science four-year-old, and one surprise pandemic toddler. Love the pod. Thanks for all you do. I mean... To never have a single hot dog is impressive. 
just in general. You'd think like at some point you'd be at like a fair carnival mm-hmm. ballpark cookout where the burgers are cold but the dogs just came off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, these are scenarios where you might have a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you for sharing your experience. That was uh, that seemed like the prequel to this to the email that was before it. The prequel, yeah, because they were like, I haven't heard. Uh, sorry, hang on. I don't know if you can get pregnant with a. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah. I see then, what you're saying. The, the email before saying. is like, well, buckle up because I did. Yeah, 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 totally. Um. All right, Matt, do you want to read the next one? So good one? at storytelling. You are. Thank you for recapping. I'm not good at storytelling. I used to write television. Now I read podcast emails. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, though, I started reading podcast emails before the TV thing. So here we are, decade and a half later. Hi, everyone. It's Matt Myra. Okay, now this is from Anonymous. <laughs> Going to the existential crisis on the podcast, which oh is to be expected. That's where I would have my existential crisis. Anonymous says, <laughs> "Hi there, guys. First, I wanted to thank you too for continuing the pod for the past few years, even after the birth of Henri. Uh, I am the lady urologist that wrote to you in 2019 after my second failed round of IVF. So, after three rounds of IVF with my own eggs, my husband and I moved out to donor eggs and adoption. We decided that in the end, we wanted to be parents, and the genetic connection, while important, wasn't the end-all, be-all. Summer of 2020, we started down the adoption pathway as well as the donor egg pathway. Long story short, we applied to multiple adoption agencies and matched with an expectant mother almost immediately while she was pregnant. I had a uh, lap my myomectomy, which to everyone's chagrin, my uterus, my uterus was harboring over 10 huge fibroids. Why no one thought this was a problem during the three stem cycles, I have no idea. Jesus Christ. You know who would not have let that happen? Dr. Kelly Beck. Yeah. Queen of IVF, I guess. <laughs> Uh, my older son, I'm sorry, here we go. Uh, yes, my older son's a beautiful adoptive mother delivered a beautiful baby boy in March 2021. Current, concurrently, my third egg donor, again, long story, helped make, help us make 14 perfect PGS normal embryos of my husband's stellar sperm. I roll emoji. At <laughs> <laughs> our first transfer in May 2021, ended up getting pregnant after three spontaneous miscarriages in addition to IVF. I delivered a baby boy in January of this year. Congratulations. Now we have the family that we always dreamed of. They're perfect and beautiful, though not genetically related. Unlike a lot of families who have struggled with family building, it is our older child who was adopted and the second that is the product of a donor egg conception. I wanted to give you two some unsolicited advice. Parenthetical, I know, yuck. Close parentheses. However you decide to proceed, I wanted to tell you that the love that you will have for your babies, genetic or otherwise, will be unmatched when you actively try and spend so much money. To make a family, you learn to appreciate the bonds that inevitably form between people. When I see my adoptive son kissing his younger brother every night before he goes to sleep, my heart swells. They have been in love with each other from day one. The donor egg slash donor embryo path is not easy, neither is adoption, but it is so worth the struggle. If you really want Henry to have a sibling... 
whether you decide, whatever you decide, we're all rooting for you. I wish to give you all the best. That's anonymous. And they're incognito. That was a lovely story. That was a lovely story. Thank you. And uh, I like your persistence. Seemed to pay off. Yeah. What do you, I really was like, okay, 14 PGS perfect. Here she goes. Oh, you thought she was going to yeah, offer us slide some? one over. <laughs> yeah, you said your family's complete now. What are you doing with those 13? <laughs> no, no. It would be 11, I believe. It would be left. Three spontaneous miscarriage in addition to IVF. I thought that meant three miscarriages from spontaneous pregnancies. I see. Which is usually what people refer to. I see. To okay. Well, then. Yeah. Yeah. 13. Fork it over. Um. Just kidding. Please do kidding. whatever yes. you want to do with your embryos. <laughs> I just want to make <laughs> not, that clear. Not serious. Not um, serious. Not serious. Turn the, sh- turn the show back on. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, this is this is this is wonderful. Very happy for you. And thank you for your perspective on getting Henry. I guess I would, would be getting him a, a Walt. He'd be Roy, so he can finish his brother's theme park. I guess so. So we're getting him a, a, a someone who will die before him. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Done. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I like. I know, I know this. You know, if we brought a baby into our home, we would only be able to love that baby. Look, Bo's not ours. Yes, my dog I, is exactly like a baby. <laughs> I mean, I love Bo as much as I love Henry. You do? Of course, I do. Mm. This is my heart. My heart is big enough for both of them. Yes. Exactly. The same, both ventricles are full. I know there's four. <laughs> uh, I just think, you know, yeah. You know how Bo is. I sure do. He's my special boy. He is your special boy. And Henry is my human special boy. <laughs> uh, how do you feel um, Laszlo is doing as a dad? <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's, 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 I think he's handling it exactly how you'd want to. Yeah. Just to say, tell them the truth, you know, fairies do live in dumpsters. Yeah. And eat shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, season, Uh, season four. What we do in the shadows. It's a great, it's a very nice upswing from season three. I agree. Season three was like so clearly pandemic affected. Yeah. And this one is really back to form. Mm-hmm. A return to form. That's what I meant to say. Um, well, thank you for this. Okay. We have one more email before we're going to take a little break. This is also from our friend Anonymous. This is an anonymous block. (laughs) How frustrating that your clinic doesn't have donor embryos. Hmm. When I first decided to do donor embryos, I had a similar frustration when I found out that our clinic at the time charged 18K for a single attempt. It's illegal to sell embryos, so I don't know where all that money goes. We had to change clinics. Right, because the embryos are already created. (laughs) 
Like, there's no reason why it should cost $18,000. Sorry, that was my editorial. That is crazy. Uh, we had to change clinics and found one that took my insurance, but even for self-pay, it was about a third of the cost of the first place. The delay caused by changing clinics kind of worked out as it meant we took the summer of 2021 off from treatment. Remember that carefree period after vaccination and before the Delta variant? Those were the days. I'm also curious if your clinic works with a frozen egg bank or offers shared donor egg cycles, which can be ways to keep the cost down with donor eggs. Frozen eggs offer much shorter wait times and a much wider selection and may include donors that are willing to be contacted after any children born reach age 18. With a shared cycle, you receive one half or one third of the eggs retrieved from a fresh donor. If the goal is to add only one baby to your family, that is often plenty. A writer last week mentioned that a known donor scenario might have benefits for the children conceived that way. Our embryo is anonymous, but my state of Colorado has recently passed a law that outright bans anonymous donation of eggs, sperm, and embryos. All donors must agree to be contacted after the children turn 18. What? It takes effect in 2025. It will be really interesting to see how that affects supply, especially with CCRM based here. I also wanted to throw out a quick warning to anyone looking at California conception since that was recommended last week. It might not be the best choice for people who are overweight. Their guarantee program has a BMI cutoff of 28, which I found to be shockingly low and haven't come across elsewhere. I'm a healthy size 12 and didn't qualify for it. Anonymous in Denver, still impatiently waiting to bring our science baby home to our 1700 square foot house to meet their two older brothers. And our large cat, only two Costco hot dogs eaten this year, but I really savor them when I have the chance. Uh, good on you and your hot dog count. Uh, that's pretty wild. Colorado is like, you have to agree to be contacted. Oh, that's just doing a nice thing. I didn't want an annoying 20-year-old to show up on my doorstep. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Um... I think that we asked Dr. Beck about using frozen eggs and she was not a fan. So I feel like if we do any of these like other. It's not going to be. It's not going to be a CFP. Yeah. I agree. So that's just like, I think something we have to think about. And, you know, you, you alluded to the previous emailers persistence. I think it's like how how much do we really want to like get on this train? Toot toot. <laughs> um, I did recently in a, in a, like a mom um, buy sell trade local group. I got him all these wooden Brio train tracks and trains for $15. And if you, if your child was into trains or is into trains, you know what a deal this is. I started cause I was like, he was kind of complaining that he didn't have enough track because he wanted to like get more ambitious with his builds. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'll buy him some new tracks. And I was like, holy crap, these are expensive. Especially if you go like name brand Brio, it's like like a, a tiny little thing was like $50. And I was like, what is this? What is going on? Anyway, uh, that was just train talk. Um, so anyway, Dory got a hot deal from a mom group. I got a hot deal from a mom group. Um, yeah. So when you first started talking about this mom buy sell exchange situation, and our entire topic of discussion had been donor eggs and embryos, I was like, "Where is she going with oh. this?" 
<laughs> I mean, that's fair. I traded two PGS normal embryos for a Brio <laughs> set. Well, you know, I, you probably didn't see this because it was mostly on TikTok, but there was a woman last year who traded, she did multiple trades and got, uh, she started with a bobby pin. Yes. And she got a house. Yeah. So, you know. It's not the first time that's been done, honey. But she documented it on TikTok. Check out YouTube. It's full of those. Oh. Well, Usually it's, it's a paperclip. Maybe it was a paperclip. I thought it was a bobby pin. I'm just saying, usually it's a paperclip. Okay, well, similar idea. I would well, say a paperclip and a bobby pin are of similar value. I don't know. I find the paperclip to be more versatile. Have you ever seen MacGyver? Although he does use bobby pins to pick locks, too. See? Hmm, you might be right. And you can't put a paperclip in your hair. Well, you could. It's not designed it for it. It would not be very comfortable. Guys, we'll be right back. Okay. 
If I would naturally miscarry or if a heartbeat could be found, but at nine weeks we were still in the same position, my doctor determined using uh, recommended using abortion pills at home because we were in the throes of Roe v. Wade overturn and they would have to send me out to another clinic for a DNC. The pills worked, but didn't remove all the tissue and I wound up having a DNC two weeks later anyway. Yikes. As I was waiting for my post-off visit, at the advice of my doctor, I reached out to the clinic where I had been storing my eggs to schedule a consultation. We figured I might as well explore using my 37-year-old eggs to avoid going through this another miscarriage. Which brings me to my question. I got my period and haven't been able to stop bleeding. Have any of your listeners experienced a miscarriage and had this happen to them? How long was it before they had a regular period? Should I cancel my consultation since I'm not in a position at the moment to be able to carry again we have been discussing and debating discarding these eggs i would not hesitate sorry i would not, i would hate to waste thousands of dollars to create embryos only to be prevented from implanting them but conversely if we discarded them maybe my last opportunity to have a child do you have any advice or could you send out the egg signal for miscarriage complications thank you again for all you do it's anonymous 17 hundo square feet la partner 21 month old a terrier no hot dogs so they're vegetarian 65 inch that is never on because who has time for TV when you have a toddler? Well, only the toddler has time for TV. That's, that's very true. Um, all right. Well, I guess the, the miscarriage complication signal is out. Get that bleeding checked out. Yeah. Ooh, that doesn't sound great. I'm no doctor, but I don't think it sounds great. I'm no doctor too, but I know that human beings are supposed to, at some point, stop bleeding. Thank you, doctor. You're welcome. All right. On a truly, completely different note, we have this voicemail. Hello, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. This is Ashley. I'm still calling. I called a few weeks back to answer a question about uh, surrogacy. Anyways, I had to pause the pod about the clock in Henry's room. Um, I don't know if this is going to meet your criteria, but we got this clock for my son called the I-Code. I think it's the time to sleep or time to wake clock. Uh, it, I believe the clock always shows, but it has a sun and a moon that you can program for certain times of day, which was really helpful for our son uh, because he wanted to get out of bed at 4 o'clock in the morning, and so we would set, I believe we have it set now for 545, which is still ungodly early, but I get up really early for work anyway. Um, and when, you know, we told him when the sun is on the clock, he can get out of bed, but when it's still the moon, he cannot get out of bed. Again, I don't know if that helps because of Henry's fixation with clocks and numbers, but it definitely did help my son, and I wanted to pass that along. Uh, I'm not going to leave my details because I left details last time. Um, yes, hot dogs were great for gestational diabetes, as I mentioned at last call. Um, but uh, I think I could add one hot dog to my uncountable hot dog cut. count yep. uh, because we just had hot dogs this weekend. Okay, thank you. Bye. You're welcome. I had two yesterday, actually, hot dogs. You did? Yes, I did. Uh, oh, sorry. What is that? What's I did going not, on? I did not mean to do that. Help. <laughs> I hit a button that I did not mean to, to hit. Um, what are you doing? You looking at this clock? N- no. Oh. I hadn't, well, 
Dory has started to set a wake-up light for Henry on the hatch, which turns green at 7.16 a.m. And that's when he can call for us. And he weirdly follows it to the T. Yeah. He's such a weirdo. (laughs) He loves a rule. He does. And it's like, (laughs) it's so weird. He also is like, he asked me this morning. He's like, you, do you come in when, when sun was down last night? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, sun is up now. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> then he goes, I hope those lights turned on. I'm like, what lights are you talking about? And he's like, those. He pointed to the two motion lights we have at the front of the house. So he's hoping they turned on when he was sleeping. And they did. They told him. I was like, yeah. Whenever Bo walked by it, they turned on. Oh, buddy. Um, all right. We heard from quite a few people about public bathrooms and flushing. Oh, that's interesting. A few people had the same suggestion, which was to um, always have a pack of Post-its in your bag. And when you go into the stall, put the Post-it over the automatic flusher thing. Sure. And then it'll disable it. Yeah. So thank you for that suggestion. Um, Alexandra wrote to say that her nine-year-old daughter had the same fear slash discomfort from the ages from about ages three to five or six. It started as a fear, then just turned into a discomfort and dislike of the toilet flushing and the loud hand dryers. What worked for us was also preparing to have her ears covered. It'll obviously be easier for Henry in moments when he can use a urinal, but for Eva, if it was an automatic flush, she would make sure to cover her ears as she hopped off the toilet, and there were even moments where where we covered her ears for her. Once she learned that this helped mask the noise, she felt more comfortable going into public restrooms. And that is from Alexandra in Bergen County, New Jersey, with a wife, nine-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old, and and 10-month-old, all science babies, one from IUI, two from IVF. Gave my other stats the last time I wrote in, but I will say listening to the pod has really got me yearning for a hot dog. I'm not even sure where to begin. My favorites in New York are Grace Papaya for just the good old water dogs or just the good mm-hmm. old water dogs from the push carts in Central Park. Mm. Uh, Henry's been covering his ears a lot lately. Yeah. And I'm like confused. As to what is going on. Although it seems like once he, once the sound is explained to him, uh, he doesn't mind it. Sometimes. Well, unless it's a drone. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Um, we got another, we got a voicemail about this as well. Hi, I am calling to respond to, um, the discussion about Henry's fear of loud toilets. This is something that I have had a lot of experience with recently, taking care of a four-year-old who has the exact same fear. Mm. And here are my pro tips for you um, that hopefully might help a little bit. So, from tip number one, have stickers with you. So, like those little... You know those little circle ones that come in the neon colors that everyone uses for garage sales? Those mm-hmm. are perfect. You can use those to cover the oh, like those Avery labels on the automatic toilet I have some so those. it won't flush before you're ready. That was a 
huge reason um, that my kiddo was terrified of them. Like, yes, they were loud, but also the not knowing of when it would happen um, was a huge fear of theirs. Um, and then pro tip number two is calling it a robot toy. So for some reason, adding that element of, like, playfulness, you can, like, really play it up if you want to and be like, the robot needs your pee to fuel itself, which sounds really silly, but <laughs> it does. can be super helpful. Imagining you recording this on a subway. Then it, like, makes a little bit of a game. Um, and then third suggestion is having, like, headphones, like, they don't like noise canceling like kiddo headphones mm-hmm. that they can um wear over their ears so then when you um flush like no one has to be covering their ears with their hands um cuz that's you know can be gross especially in a public toilet um but then that way the sound is reduced while they're like getting feeling braver and safer around on that toilet um, this is Kristen with two seventy-five pound dogs, two very small cats, and three chickens in a <laughs> I don't know nineteen hundred square foot home in Illinois. Um, thank you for everything you do. Thank you for calling in and uh, giving those suggestions. I like. Although the idea of carrying headphones, although what does it matter? You carry a bag for him anyway, wherever we go. Yeah. I need a better bag. That's what I said today. I know, but you know, I'd actually been talking about this on forever 35 about my frustrations with backpacks in general, that I can't find a backpack that really like suits my needs. I think you would really like the, um, my camera bag it's so big it's not that big it isn't and also like you can have you can you can change the size of the compartments Mm. with velcro Mm. and it's got side zipper top flap and space for your computer Mm. i'm just saying peak Mm. design is the name of that bag all right i'll look into it thank you you're welcome Okay, um, we are going to move on to this email from Darlene, mm-hmm. who says, Hi, Matt and Dory. My husband and I will be traveling to Boston with our Henry-aged boy this August. We'd love to hear you and your listeners' thoughts on places to stay slash eat, etc. We are planning on taking him to the aquarium and would love to stay somewhere near a beach. I know nothing about the area and have never been. <laughs> I'd also like to throw out an au pair signal to the listeners. We are thinking of having a second child, but I can't imagine doing it without more support than I had with the first. And think an au pair may work for our situation. Was wondering if you're was wondering about your listeners' experience with this. I personally do not know anyone who has used an au pair. We do. Um If it's a slow week for emails, I also want to throw out an embryo donation signal. My husband and I will be donating the balance of our embryos after our next and final child. Most of the organizations I have found to donate embryos through are Christian. My husband and I are not religious. Definitely don't want to go this route, in part because I've found most exclude gay couples and single parents. Our clinic is in New York and does not accept donations. One man, one lady, one Henry-aged boy in 1,360 square feet. Uh, No TV. We do all our streaming on a laptop. Three hot dogs in 2023, all in the past 
three days. What a good three days for you. Wow, yeah. Although it's not 2023 yet. It is 2022. You're right. Maybe she's I don't know. Is this from the, the future? Or she's like, I'm not having another hot dog. So this will still be valid next year. Oh, interesting. Interesting theory. Um, Boston near the beach. Well, let's talk about beaches in Boston. It's a rocky coast. Not a ton of beautiful sandy beach until you get out to the Cape. In which case, you would not be near the aquarium. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, you could stay, I mean, well, I'm only thinking like Revere Beach, Kinda, which you don't really want to stay no. at. Stay at the Marriott in the harbor, Boston Harbor. Oh. Close to the aquarium, close to all the touristy things. Uh, and, you know, on the water. You just can't go swimming. <laughs> If you have like, if you want to go for like a day swim trip, then by yeah. all means, and you'll be close enough if you wanted to, you could walk to the common mm-hmm. and, and and have your kid enjoy the fun of Frog Pond, like, like we Henry. just had Henry just do. Just bring a bathing suit. Bring a bathing suit or extra underwear. Mm-hmm. Um. And then in terms of the... Oh, and you'll also, if you stay there, you'll also be close to uh, Jay Hooks, which is my favorite lobster roll. Um, in terms of the au pair thing, the only thing I will say is that I think sometimes people who have not had an au pair uh, have a sort of like a misconception about what an au pair is. They are not, they are not nannies. Like these are generally pretty young almost always women but like young like they are often like 19 or 20 and they don't necessarily even have childcare experience like this is supposed to be a cultural exchange for them so i think sometimes people this is this is what i've heard from friends who have had au pairs the the range of experience is like very wide like some people have had amazing experiences some people have have like have said i'll never do this again um partly because these like i said these people might have no childcare experience especially with a newborn the other thing is like it's cheap quote unquote but you also have to provide them with a car you have to pay for all of their food you have to pay for their cell phone you have to pay for their health insurance like there's just like a lot of extra expenses that go along with having an au pair so i I do just want to raise that i think what i'm trying to say is like it's not for everyone it might be for you but it's worth talking to a lot of people to figure out if it is for you okay that's all i'll say um In terms of the embryo donation stuff, you could do a private match. Like there's a bunch of Facebook groups where people facilitate their own, their own um, donations. There's also a not Christian, they don't call themselves an agency, but they're essentially an agency called Embryo Connections um, that does some matching. So that could be another way to go but i'd be curious to hear what other people's um thoughts are on this okay 
Uh, Julia Schulenberg writes to say, Matt, if you mm. want to go to Tato Park in its current form, you will need to go before January of next oh, year. No. Because the relationship is ending after <sighs> that. And right now the park is looking for a new partnership. I just hope it's still potato chip related. And this may be the opportune time for Tim's Cascade chips to expand because they're amazing. <laughs> Their jalapeno chips actually carry spice and are by far the best jalapeno chip on the market. And I've tried a lot of them. They carry other flavors too, but the jalapeno flavor has my heart. Also, Fresca watch update 2022. <laughs> I found Fresca in the six pack, 16.9 ounce bottles at uh, H-E. Is it, do Bo. they say H-E-B or do they say Heb? I, I think it wouldn't know. be spelled out like with the dashes. If it's they H-E-B, said right? Heb, yeah. Yeah. On sale, which I didn't think I'd see a sale on it for years. I know I won't in can form anytime soon. Living in 840 square feet in Austin, Texas with one husband, one diabetic cat, total hot dog consumption so far this year of 20, 165-inch television in the living room, 132-inch television in the bedroom. And our final text. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that information, Julia, by the way. Um, just heard that Henry rode Rise of the Resistance. That's awesome. He's already 40 inches tall. We are taking our three and a half year old this week, and he only makes the 40 inch mark if he stands up very straight or platform shoes. I mean, get up a thicker sole shoe. Henry was very cute every time they checked his height. He would he would start to look up at the bar and like start to go tippy toe and we have to tell him to not go tippy toe. He's like, that's how tall you are or not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, uh, if he's at, you know, if your child is at the 40 inch, like just, then you're probably pretty good to go. Maybe you get him a thick, uh, athletic shoe that he can wear to Disney. I'm not saying you should, uh, skirt safety rules, but Rise of the Resistance <laughs> doesn't move fast enough to really ever... Actually, I don't even know why the height requirements are there. Maybe for the drop portion. Must be. Anyway. Anyway. Um, well, that brings us to the end of the show. Thanks everybody for listening. You can also support us on Patreon. Get our two bonus episodes a month. Dory and I are actually going to record another one tonight for our patrons. And uh, head over to Patreon.com/slash Excellent Adventure. This is my job right now, so I'd appreciate your support. Uh, $5 level or above, you get your name read on the podcast each month. You'll also get the back catalog of all those Patreon episodes if you support us there. Uh, no names to read because there's 31 days half July. Yeah. for some, I think It's I the was, 31th. It's the 31th, as Henry would say. I think in my head I was still thinking of June, and so I was like, oh, well, we won't read names next week. So I put them all in last week's episode. Oh, there you go. There you go. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye.